Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I welcome in Sebastian Hutch to kick off the show on this Friday morning. Seb, thanks for joining us, mate. Jeez, it comes around quickly, doesn't it? Sorry, mate. That's all right. Yes. Great to be here. It's amazing, as you say, 17 consecutive Saturdays of Group 1 racing. It is unbelievable. Yeah. It's got to be fun to be had between now and June. And Royal Randwick, it's like that Eskimo Prince is a beauty, and the English Millennium just continues to get bigger each year, doesn't it? It's another really good field. Um it's fully lit, deserves to be favourite, but geez, there's some nice horses going around there tomorrow. And I think the best part about two-year-old racing is that everyone can have an opinion. You can watch the trials and you can see what they've done on debut, but the improvement that some horses can make in the, at the second start, um, I think I think that's why I love the two-year-old racing. So it's going to be intriguing tomorrow. I think in a race like that, punter or horseman's intuition means a little bit more than maybe yeah. what it does in a traditional race. Lots of really unexposed, progressive-looking horses. Like horse like Zestiman looks really interesting coming up from Melbourne. Trunk was obviously good first time out of Geelong, comes yep. back to Sydney. Like There's a bunch of them there that if any of them were to win post-race, you'd say, well, it's not a great surprise, but yeah. at the moment, fully lit looks a pretty deserved favourite. Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bottom, in your time, have you seen a trainer just completely dominate two-year-old racing like they have at the start of the season? Now, I know that there's a few big grand finals still to come, but if it was a boxing contest, they would be up by a lot um, with only a few rounds to come. But um, the Snowdens, and I think Chris Waller might have a few in his backyard as well. They can deliver the knockout punch, say, in a blue diamond or a, or a golden slipper coming up. But, geez, every time they, every time we see a Saturday race meeting, they're producing a two-year-old. It's interesting. I spent a bit of time with Adrian last week. And yeah. He, he's just not looking at it that way. You know, as far yeah. as he's concerned, the next six weeks is what's important, not yep. what's gone. You know, I don't think it's... I think he's very much of the view it's not going to count for anything unless they can make it convert in the big races. And that's probably why he's going so well. He's working blooming hard. And yeah. Obviously, he's got a fabulous partner in Gay. They have a great team of people. So it's competitive amongst the training ranks. And, you know, at the moment, certainly in terms of uh, two-year-olds, they're very much setting the pace. I guess they've won a minor premiership in a way and they're going to win, the, win some finals football yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the English Millennium, when you have a look at that field, it's made up of different horses at the different sales as well. So, and... This race has become bigger each year. Like, it's worth $2 million now. Yeah, between the $2 million prize fund and the $400,000 pink bonus. Yes. You know, obviously, there's a fantastic story behind Nymphadora, uh, who's running for a pink bonus, ran particularly well in a nursery. At Randwick in December, probably a bit unlucky not to pinch the pink bonus there, having gotten a long way back and flown home. Uh, some great stories in her ownership. She was a $30,000 yearling from this sale 12 months ago. Uh, there'll be a lot of uh, sentiment and emotion around a good run for her. But, you know, right the way through the field, there's some 
really interesting horses, a variety of different price tags and sales and profiles. And I think um, we're pleased to get a full field. You know, it's exciting to have a first starter in there for Sean Dyson. It was a really very good-looking yearling at the yeah. Classic Sale last year, and it's a big ask for Todd Hellett's filly to go to the race the first time out, but she trialled well, and again, that would be another fantastic story. So we we just went out and had a look at an extreme choice from Kingstar Farm. He might be one of the most popular ones here at the sale. I think he sold on Sunday, and um, extreme choices are rare, aren't they, these days? And obviously, extreme choice was sold at this sale, so... It's a it's a sale that you can find a dead set champion here, um, and it always like it always has been a sale that you can. It's for value for money if you work hard enough and look hard enough. Um, there's always some nice horses here. It's it's the only sale that if you'd been to for the last ten years, you could have bought the winners of the Melbourne Cup, the Golden Slipper, and the Everest. Yeah, it's the only sale in the country that can say that. It's quite a claim. So, so it's quite a claim you, to fame. So the classic. So the Easter sale is the big one, isn't it? It's the it's the it's the the king of sales when it comes to Australasian racing. But like the classic sales, so how do you identify these horses to come to these classic sales? And then obviously there's a premier sale that continues to get bigger and better each year as well. So what's the what's the process there? Oh, look, the sale is primarily driven by New South Wales vendors. Yeah. You know, it, it's been supplemented in recent years by interstate vendors, whether it's from Victoria, Queensland, South Australia. Uh, we've had some Kiwi horses come over and traditionally be well found. It, it's about trying to offer a broad cross-section of well-credentialed horses to the market that hopefully they can identify at value prices. Yeah. This sale has produced more Australian stakes winners at 100,000 or less than any other sale in Australia. I think it's a great testament to the regard in which the sale is held, that it's supported, A, by the vendor base that it has. You know, lots of the leading vendors of Australia here and leading breeders, but also a very broad cross-section of vendors from across Australia. And that so many leading buyers come here now. Yeah. I think, as you mentioned about Extreme Choice, this is a sale where traditionally, you know, some of the major players might have observed from a distance, and now they're very much engaged with it. And I think that's uh, that's indicative of the progress the sale has made. So it's basically like just to simplify for our listeners out there. So the Premier's a Victorian sale, and this is the New South Wales sale. And then when it comes to Easter, it's the Grand Final. It's the Australasian Championship. Basically. Effectively, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you make of this year's catalogue, and how do you think it'll it'll go from a, from a sales perspective? Because it's been a pretty strong, like it's, it's the market surprised me a little bit in the early part of the year. Yeah, the market's been good. I mean, we're obviously excited to get going. Magic Millions yeah. in January, New Zealand have had their major sale last week, so it's our turn to get rocking and rolling. And we have a fairly hectic schedule of sales between now and effectively the middle of June, which is good fun. But there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, Certainly in the market, there are lots of positives to it. It has been, certainly I think the expectation is or was in advance of the sales season that would be pretty selective and that's how it's played out. Yeah. Um, you know, probably expecting more of the same here, but we're pleased with the horses that we have here. We have lots of progeny of young stallions, you know, first crop stallions, second crop stallions, third crop stallions and other emerging young stallions supplemented by uh, progeny of some of the proven horses. Uh, there's really good engagement with the sale across a broad cross-section mm. of people. You know, you're talking about metropolitan trainers in Sydney right the way out to country trainers, legion of interstate trainers, yeah. plenty of people here from New Zealand, Southeast Asia. It's 
There'll be a lot of different people here on yeah. Sunday. It's yeah, a busy day. I, I saw Simon Miller, one of um, the country's best trainers from WA. He was here yesterday. So, yeah, and a lot of the interstate trainers do their inspections and they get back to their home states and then purchase their horses online or on the phone. So... Um, it will be interesting to see what happens on Sunday. And have you got a have you got a standout lot? I'm with uh, lot one two nine, the extreme choice. Well, Adam Cook will tell anybody who listen that the horse is going to top a sale. He'll yep. kill me for saying that. Yeah. But he is a cool horse. He, he reminds me a lot of a horse that we sold here a couple of years ago called Make a Call. You know, who's also by Extreme Choice, really high class two year old, very quirky horse. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's similar to Make a Call in terms of his mental disposition, but certainly in terms of physique. He's very similar to that horse, from my recollection. He's out of a fast stakes-winning mare yes. off a good farm. I mean, it doesn't take... Um, Spirit of Boom, eh? Yeah, it doesn't take a lot to remember that it was only a few years ago that the Golden Slipper winner came off Kingstar, stay inside. Yeah. So they know how to raise a good horse, and Adams had a good feeling about this horse right the way from when we first inspected him in August. He thought this was a horse who would come to this sale specifically and really... Um, really attract the attention of all the right people and you know hopefully that proves to be the case on Sunday well mate I wish you the best of luck it's going to be a big three days starting Sunday um, then we go Monday Tuesday so it, um, are you nervous I get nervous about everything yes yeah I get nervous about everything so I was nervous two weeks ago so by, <laughs> by Sunday morning I'll be really nervous but it's good I mean we have a good team of people everybody's yeah. worked hard do you prefer to go where you go or do you think it's an advantage for the other sales companies to go before you how do you weigh all that up I'm pretty pleased with where we sit. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you've got to be able to reflect on a job well done. And certainly for the last few years, we've been happy with how things have played out. And I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be inclined to want to swap my position no. with anybody else. So it's, uh, we go into the sale fully informed, know what we have to do, and people know what they need to do. And you know, hopefully, in a few years, as we do every year, we can reflect on good business done by a broad cross section of people. You know, we want people to buy good horses out yeah. of the sales. We want people to buy winners buy winners of big races and take great satisfaction in seeing horses that have been offered through our sales win good races across Australia, New Zealand, Southeast Asia, or wherever they end up. It's it's a great feeling. And the breeders love it, the vendors love it, and ultimately the buyers and owners love it. Well, we wish you the best of luck, mate. We'll be here on Monday and Tuesday. We'll be here on Sunday to see what's happening too on the opening day of the sales, mate. So we appreciate your time here, and we wish you the best of luck, and let's hope we can find our extreme choice here. Absolutely. This is where, um, what where it, dreams we, are made. We've, we've marketed the sale on the basis you buy the horse you dream about. And yes. time and time again that happens, whether it's extreme choice, classique legend, pride of Jenny, yep. Buenos Notches, you know, whatever that horse is, you know, I think people are going to find more good horses yep. here over the next few days. Well, pride of Jenny was the superstar at Flemington last year. Buenos Notches, I think he's got a good group one in him somewhere. I don't yeah. know where, but I don't, it might be this 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 time in. So, yeah, we'll, um, we'll dream and we'll see if we can find one. We've got Guy Molecaster leading our way, leading the way here on Giddy Up. So he promises he, either here or at Premier, he said. He knows how to find them. Well, he, he knows better. how to find them. Yeah, well, well, you're going to put a lot of pressure on him. Thanks for that, Sebastian. Appreciate the time. Thanks for coming up, Gareth. There's Sebastian Hutch there, the CEO of English.